Welcome back to another episode of the Reason to Behold podcast, end of year special with Tolu Talks. And Arno Reasons, what, what, what? We've got two more in the building. <laughs> Shooters. Shoot, don't miss. First of all, we've got Preacher Man Pete. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> on mic, not just editing today. What's good, guys? Good to be back. Good, good to, to be have back. you there. And we also got the man himself back from the wilderness <laughs> man like ab come on man it's good to be back with you guys man yes sir it's good to have you on man so as the listeners the longer time listeners may know this is that time of the year where we have that reflection episode looking back on the past year we set some big goals we've had a whole lot of stuff i'm sure happen in between and this is just a space and a place where we get to look back so brothers what has 2023 been for you guys hmm. yeah, good question if you had to sum it up in one word what would that word be or phrase different that that is my phrase it's, it's just been different why different bro so at the beginning of the year, I worked mm. at Sky. I no longer work at Sky, and I've worked at Sky mm. for twelve years. So mm. very different, very different. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, that word totally used resonates with me, man. Different, mm. man. Mm. And it's because um, it was a good year, but things just didn't happen the way I thought they were gonna happen. Mm. Talk that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I said, I, we ain't even in a pandemic. <laughs> you know? Bro, I had a plan. I was like, all right, this is what I want to do. How I'm going to get there? Okay, these are the few ideas I can have. And then there's additional mm. things that I didn't plan for that happened. And I'm like, all right, God, hey, thanks, man. Mm. I appreciate these additional ones. <laughs> they weren't in the plan, but hey, <laughs> receive them. <laughs> so it was, it was just different, man. It, it made me understand, yeah, man, you, you just got to trust in God, man. Mm. you know so yeah it was a different year for me man um in a good way man um yeah hmm. i know you said one word oh sorry go, go ahead no 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 you go you go no i was just i know you said one word uh well you said a phrase so i think for me it'll be growing pains mm. yeah it'll be yeah uh, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think it's it's been a good year, but it's been like, yeah, it's been those pains associated with growing, you know, coming out of the past season, going into new season, the increase, but the, the pain associated with that, I think, has been highlighted for mm-hmm. me this year, which isn't a bad thing, but yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's probably going to be my phrase for this year. Mm. Mm. I think for me... Them pains definitely <laughs> speak about what this year has felt like at times, man, for real. I'm still in pain right now. Um, <laughs> I think probably a phrase I would say for this year for me has been stay in the game. Mm. Um, and I think it's because probably this year, more than any year that I can remember, it hasn't just been about the activity it hasn't just been about like the systems and processes and all of that kind of stuff 
but it's been about remembering the importance of staying power mm. yeah because I think there's been times before um, where I've put loads of energy into like goals and stuff like that as well and uh, I've come up short like run out empty bar and haven't continued with things but I think this year um, just the keeping my mind on trying to stay in the game over the longer term has influenced some of the decisions I've made in terms of how much energy I'm exerting at different points throughout the year mm. um, and beyond as well man because it's not even over yet <laughs> yeah man <laughs> so they're over. Thanks. Yeah. I want to talk about those growing pains though man <laughs> oh, those growing pains man I would have talk about them because you know what it's 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 interesting you said that Pete because as I was driving over one of the things that I was thinking about was just about some of the things you're not told in terms of the cost before you set out to go on a path to achieve particular goals and I was thinking about this in the con- in the context of entrepreneurship in particular mm. right mm. because my journey is one where in different ways, shapes and forms, I've expressed entrepreneurship over the years. Mm. But I think this year more than ever, I've really started to come to some real realizations about some of the costs that you don't get told, right? Mm. Um, I remember watching an interview earlier this, just a few months ago, actually, I think maybe even a month ago, talking about, um, it was Stephen Bartlett, Diary of CEO. And he was talking about the example of Elon Musk and how there was one Christmas Eve where he was walking the streets, like pretty much bawling his eyes out because he needed the funds to Mm. basically keep his businesses going, right? And eventually a phone call comes in and he gets the funds, his business keeps going. In the same conversation, he was talking about um, another guy i can't even remember what his name is but he was speaking about how he would lie down on the cold kitchen floor like thinking about the pressure and the weight of having to pay people's salaries if i'm remembering the story correctly and how the kitchen floor as cold as it was the only place that would keep him cool to be able to think through some of the things he had to think through and i think there's just a lot of weights Mm. and um pressures that life in general, and I think a lot of the goals that we set out on um, tend to come with that we don't necessarily get told about up front mm. or maybe don't even think through up front. I think that's very true. And I think it's, it's also one of the things I think if we're not careful or even if we are careful, we can sometimes um, we can somewhat sometimes get sort of knocked down because we have been careful and considered everything that we know. But then yeah. it's the unknown unknowns yeah. that makes sense, yeah. you know. So you you it's like yeah, thinking of like in terms of my plans and, and some of the goals I had. I think by the time we recorded, I didn't even have any goals like um, articulated. 
but then as we went sort of started setting some goals and start working towards certain things and it's like getting to as you said the, those the costs it's okay i know i want to do abc and i've done some research around it so i know maybe one two or two things that could go wrong or one or two things that could be um could be sort of obstacles but then even if it's in the achievement of that thing mm. right then it's all of a sudden like well this is uncharted territory mm. and what's next from here because I've reached this goal, but that's not the end. It's like, it's not, okay, I've got here and now I'm ready to die. It's like, okay, well, we have to carry on. Mm. So it's like, then what do you do? And it's easy for those things to even knock you, knock you aside as well. And yeah. I guess yeah, one, of, one of the questions for me is, do you guys feel like you met your goals that we set at the beginning of the year? Because I know I didn't, personally. Mm. Some of them I did, some of them I didn't. Yeah, same. Mm. Some of them. I, but then I, also, I, yeah. Some of the goals I set, yeah, they definitely set me up to like actually get near them. Mm-hmm. So the ones I didn't achieve, I'm like, okay, in 2024, I think I'm on track to achieve them. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't set those goals, I wouldn't have worked to a certain, I wouldn't have worked a certain way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it kind of brought something out of me in it, in terms mm-hmm. of working to achieve those things, which made me achieve certain things where I felt, right, I didn't think this was possible. Mm. so yeah Yeah. that was a positive i saw from it yeah i have the exact same like Mm. testimony if you will of setting goals and and again i mean you speak to Tolu, you speak to arnold you're going to set ambitious goals in (laughs) it setting super ambitious goals and in pursuit of those goals even though i didn't achieve them it's like i've come so far from where i was before Mm. And that then sets you up to yeah. well, actually we can go and achieve them. Maybe the timeline was too short. Mm. Maybe the resourcing wasn't mm. well yeah. done. On, but then all of a sudden, I am so far along. It makes that achievement all the more possible. Mm. Mm. So that's mm. definitely been a, a thing for me as well. Yeah. So I think we're in gear ten because um, <laughs> 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 there's a couple of things that I want to touch on. So number one, I did not hit my um, goals for the year. However, I'm not mad at that. Um, And it's very much connected to some of the stuff we're talking about here because I think I have set goals in the past which I've been able to achieve and I found myself experiencing that thing that you mentioned, Peter, of, well, what's next, right? And I, when I think back on just, like, previous years in general, I found that there's almost, like, this gap between the achievement of the goal and then the actual figuring out of what the next is mm-hmm. and then actually now starting to take action and execute. What's the next one? And I think I found, especially with the last two years in particular, that the size of my goals, I feel like has been moved so much further out there that my measure isn't so much focused well, last year, last year I was dead set on this. It has to happen this year, right? Even to be honest with you, this year when I set my goals, I was I came in with that approach as well. Much later in the year, I arrived at a conclusion that I'm going to push with everything that I can to achieve it within the time frame that I've set. However, the only thing that's going to stop me from achieving this goal is going to be me quitting. Because... 
time, the measure of whether I achieve it in 2023 or 2024 or 2025 is in some ways irrelevant because as long as I'm progressing and I'm constantly on the go and I'm learning and I'm improving and I'm optimizing from all of the things that I'm observing about what is working, what isn't working, the things that are helping, the things that are hindering, as long as I'm constantly able to check and measure where I am and I'm not moving backward, but I'm moving closer towards the goal, then that's a win for me. And so I think coming to that kind of a perspective on how I see it has also influenced probably what I'm going to be saying in the next episode when we start talking about setting goals too. (laughs) Mm. Mm. And and I think that I think that often the reason why we set quite time-bound goals is because we want to make sure that we're pushing towards, firstly, that we're pushing towards the right thing. But secondly, like we talk about velocity, right? Like, am I going fast enough towards my goal? And I think that when I think about the goals that were set, I think the goals that were set, I'm still comfortable with. I question, was my velocity right? And actually, did I try and move at the velocity I needed to, to get to these goals? So velocity is kind of two-sided, right, in terms of, did I set the right speed that I need to get there? But also, mm. did I actually move fast enough to do that? And is mm. me moving that fast the right thing or the wrong thing? So I think it's good to put the time on your goals. And I think as yeah. we kind of do this more, we'll understand like, okay, what what speed do I need to be setting in the context of everything else that's always also going on in my life? So I think mm. sometimes it's really easy to kind of lose sight of where we're trying to go and how fast we want to go in light of everything yeah. else so it's that balance of you know what what velocity should i actually be going at when i've got mm. you know a wife at home and maybe some kids at home like really mm. what what should i actually be doing you know no that's that's a big point to you yeah go on that's a big point because like and me and arnold were discussing something getting like this it's crazy how this came together and arnold was like i had to do something getting arnold was like i was giving all the excuses and arnold was like how much do you need to earn to do this Mm. Mm. So, I gave him the figure, and he goes, "Okay, let's look for let's look for getting this amount." Yeah, and managed to get the amount. You know what I mean? And we're doing it. Do you get mm. what I'm saying? But mm. what I realized this year about myself this year was, I don't like to put myself in environments that force me and put me under pressure and force me to. to perform. <laughs> <laughs> and I realized that from that scenario because I was giving him every. He was and even man. when I agreed that okay, we're gonna look for this for this role. He would ask me how's it going and I'd have an excuse for why I haven't <laughs> looked for it. Like, and I just realised because once I get this role, I have to step up now, innit? I've been in this, mm-hmm. I'm in pressure. Like, mm-hmm. and yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I've realised, okay, I thought I liked those environments. I realised I don't. <laughs> like, I, you know, like, you can think you really want something and you like a certain environment and you're like, nah, mm-hmm. I don't. But I need to be in those environments. Mm-hmm. I need to put myself in those situations where there's a bit more pressure in it. Like, mm-hmm. and I, I like just doing things to my own pace. Bro, money does not go at your pace. This, this is that's the unfortunate <laughs> thing, yeah. The way inflation works as well. I can't do things at my own pace. Especially Inflation's outpacing you. Mm. Oh, if you want certain results, you're looking at it like, okay, I got, I got to step it up. So that mm. that what you said about that philosophy is um, velocity as well. I, I realized that I, the minute I did that, now I started seeing results, mm. and I'm like, okay, you, you don't like making yourself feel uncomfortable. Mm. Mm. So I'll I'll do the thing that I think, okay. I can, like, I'm not gonna send this on rose to me. I'm like, but I can't do this. The man said, just apply, bro. Yeah. He said, you know, I've got this job. Mm. <laughs> bro, is this possible? <laughs> but it was like I said, it will force, it will force me to make me, it will make me uncomfortable. But that's what I need mm. to be to develop, mm. to grow in it. Mm. And mm. do you know what I mean? Even adjusting this new role was like, all right, right. I still need to adjust, but 
I got it. Like, I, it gave me more understanding about myself. Hmm. Like, Sorry, okay, when you get like you're getting paid to adjust. Come it's on. like what you're paying me more money to learn how to be better. Cool. Yeah. Bro, I didn't I see it that way. You know? <laughs> like that's one way of seeing it. The other way of seeing it is this is extra pressure. Pressure pays, bro. Pressure pays. You know what I'm saying? Give me the extra pressure and the extra money. Put my bank account under some extra pressure. Because you, you you got to think right, and this is a sidebar, but it's it's relevant. Within like in most places the majority of people feel exactly like that. They don't want the pressure, mm. which is what makes those pressure roles yeah. even more. more high value because mm. it's yeah. like, mm. well, we haven't got a huge pool of people that are really willing to not just maybe turn up for the first paycheck, but sustain this thing. Yeah. And so it kind of increases um, the value just through the whole supply and demand thing. But what I wanted to touch on, which um, AB kind of opened up is just how something that stood out to me about what you just described about that experience earlier this year is how important it is to take your goals from being these private things that only you know mm. to being these things that you can in a lot of ways be one held accountable and two also be checked and cross-examined to see if you're pushing yourself hard enough and yeah a great example to illustrate that for this year um for me has been the group chat that we use for gym accountability right mm. because that has been like i mentioned it i think on another pod earlier this year for me i think this year has been one of the most consistent years I've had when it comes to training in a very long time, mm. right? To the point where I genuinely am convinced beyond all reasonable doubt that at the pace and the velocity and everything else <laughs> that we're going, right? Something is shifting. Like I'm seeing, I'm seeing the shift on a personal level in results, but I'm also confident about what does 12 months look like from here? Mm -hmm if we stay at this pace and this direction of where things are heading. Mm -hmm. um, and I think a big part of that, because like I was actually scrolling through the group chat the other day, like just looking back to some of the old, old the beginnings mm. and where we started. And it was so interesting for me because like you really do forget, you just, you're so like in the present that you forget where you've come from and like yeah. where the journey developed. And there were certain things I was commenting. I think Pete, you might remember some of the stuff I was saying early on in the group <laughs> chat about, um, how I used to be, right? And how mm. Tolu's messages would aggravate me. And this is before the group chat, right? Tolu, Tolu was the terror. He was the original Mr. Frustration <laughs> for me, right? <laughs> and and not because he came with the same angle that I came with, right? But Or that I come with in the group chat now, but more so because he would ask me those questions that would force me to, to either address what he's saying and take it into account and actually make the adjustment mm. or quit. Like, and that's what it really was. Like, and you know, Tolu, Tolu is very good with comms and all of that kind of stuff. So he's not like being rude or anything. But he would, he would, he would ask you, he'd, he'd ask the important questions, right? That you don't really want to deal with. So yeah. like, I would be here talking about, yeah, man, it's been a busy season, this, that and the other. That's the reason why I didn't go, blah, blah, blah. blah. Tolu's like, okay, uh, can you get up and go for a walk? Mm. Right? <laughs> and it's like, what am I supposed to say to that? <laughs> like, there was no room. And I think... <laughs> We went through that several times to the point where, and by the way, Tola, I don't know if I've ever thanked you for that, but thank you. 
because <laughs> we genuinely speaking and everyone in the group chat has told you to thank for me becoming Mr. Frustration now because it's like <laughs> I, I took what he created and amplified it. <laughs> but legit, honestly speaking, like I saw even just looking at some of the earlier messages within the group chat, mm. I saw just how that there was such a development like all of the the things about how I approach training, consistency, no excuses, and all of those kind of things now stemmed from a lot of those early check-ins, right? Mm. Some of the things that happened later on, like when I went missing earlier this year, and AB started to get at me, right? <laughs> <laughs> and by that point, I've already given out enough smoke, so it's like I didn't. Even, it didn't even take long before I got up and went and said, "Right, I'm going to go and buy a bike, right? Mm. I'm going to try and do something, right?" <laughs> And it forced me to, to basically re-examine how committed I was to the goals that I'd already shared were my goals and whether there were adjustments that I needed to make in order to start actually executing at the level that I truly could. Mm. And, and I think there's something so powerful about like taking the risk of one, setting a big goal and number two, sharing those big goals. Mm. And number three, creating the space and the environment for you to almost have to like constantly provide some level of feedback to those, yeah. to, to the one, two, maybe few people that you shared those things with mm. on how things are actually going. Mm. Because every one of us knows when you're on the journey of trying to achieve big goals, even small goals, like it's, it's, it's not an easy road. It doesn't come without challenges, difficulties, um, and sometimes even roadblocks that we can't even figure out how to get beyond. Yeah. And mm. and I just think, yeah, man, there's something there's something really special in that. There's something you if, said if about. If I can. Yeah, go on, sorry. You go, Pete. You go. Now, I was going to go on a bit of a sidebar um, to this, but but I think it's really important. And I think it's, um, it's, it's something that when I, again, when I speak of growing pains, and that's why it's been a theme for me, it's something that's really challenged me as a man is oh. the importance of having the mr frustrations in your circle yeah like i was listening to a podcast so it wasn't a podcast i was listening to a clip from a podcast and the guy was talking about how 90 percent of men in general don't have what he calls a 3 a.m friend a 3 a.m mm. friend is someone that you can call at 3 a.m and you call them not only will they pick up but they pick up and they start putting on their clothes grabbing a shovel because they think they're going to bury a body no goodness me and i heard that and i was like <laughs> On the one hand, I want to be that person. Mm. I want to be someone that mm. people can look to yeah. and trust that if I call Peter at 3 a.m., mm. unless, and unfortunately, I can sleep through an earthquake, so fine, I can probably, <laughs> I can probably not pick up. But if I pick up, yeah. I'm dropping everything and I'm coming to your aid. Mm. But then as uh, as we've been going, it's also been thinking that the, the challenge has been being the person that also holds your foot to the fire. Mm. that holds you accountable mm. and so like we, we talk about the group chat and one of the things that's made it a treasure for me is the discomfort i'm not just yeah. by nature like i had a just again sidebar to the sidebar i had a sales <laughs> job for a month one month in a sales job mm. it was a cold calling type sales job about mm. aircraft um aircraft uh website advertisement so it's something i'm interested in i love aircraft i can geek out about aircraft I never sold anything. Mm. I couldn't get past receptionist. Mm. Like, you're too nice. You're too polite. You need to be a bit more aggressive. I'm like, you don't know the kind of day this person has had. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. 
I was in that job for a, a month, a month, sold nothing. I knew I wasn't going to make probation. I knew I was going to fail. God saved me. I got recruited for something else. But it's being that person that's able to do the Tolu. I mean, Tolu probably does it, yeah, much nicer. But do the Arnold in the group. Do you guys even train? <laughs> some of Arnold's, some of Arnold's check-ins will come in. And I'll just watch like, <laughs> why wait then, until 2024 he, he chose then, he chooses violence every day every, every day. single morning every single morning oh. and but evening then, sometimes it's 11 33 and i'm like bro come on i'm going to sleep i'm going to sleep but then it's like that's so necessary having mm-hmm. that person because like i said arnold it's one thing taking the risk of putting your goals out there yeah. But it's another thing of being held accountable to them. Because Come on, man. Yeah. That's yeah. it's not easy, but that's <laughs> one step. But that won't get you there. Mm-hmm. And the thing that gets you there is having the people that then are able to be like, "You said you were going to do this. Mm-hmm. Are you showing up to do it?" Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when you aren't showing up to do it, that won't be like me just polite. And that's why I said it's a pain. It's because I'm trying to get better at. No, because I care about you, I'm going to hold your foot to the fire on this. Mm. I'm going to mm. call you out on this because yeah. you will regret not achieving your goal. Mm. And I will regret not being able to facilitate that by challenging mm. you. Mm. So, mm. Yeah. There's something Arnold said, and Pete, what you've said just links into that. You said about executing like you should. Mm. And I think that mm. that is something that this year I've realized, like, I'm not executing like I should. So mm. I execute, but am I really executing on the big things that are going to move the needle further down the line mm-hmm. Come on, executing, you know doing some stuff i'm still i can show you output mm-hmm. but am i executing like i should so when you said that i said yeah. oh. and then pete when you said about your 3 a.m friend your 3 a.m friend helps you to execute like you should they hold yeah. you to fire on the things that you should be doing these things mm-hmm. that will get you mm-hmm. closer to what you want to do are oh, you executing like you should that for me was a big big oh that was an ouch More when, when peter said Am I that friend? I thought about that. Mm-hmm. Now, yes and no. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm that friend for people that I know are ready to receive it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm not for the people that I do, I'm not sure if they are. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? It's so like, if Arnold misses a work, I'm like, bro, come on, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I know that Arnold's cool with that. Mm. But then I might have some of my friends that are like, like, they might not do what they're meant to do. And I'm like, ah, oh, you know what? Don't worry about it, bro. But yeah, I'm, yeah, this is yeah. not the conversation me and Arnold are having. I'm not saying yeah, don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bro, you can get it. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, can I do a bit more there? Do you know, with that, with the friendship be able, like you said, to, to handle that? Yeah. Or, yeah, I do think about it sometimes. Like, do I yeah, give that approach to everybody? <laughs> no, fair, fair. Because yeah. Arnold's the kind of guy that's like, Yo, Peter, you haven't done any work- workouts in yeah. a week. Yeah, I lost a leg. Can you hop? <laughs> bro! 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 That's Arnold. That is Arnold. I can hop now. <laughs> but you know what, right? You're right. No, you know what? I think, that. I think no, that's the thing, that. though, is that, you know, if you've heard that thing, like, if you can't fly, then drive. If you can't drive, yeah. then mm. run. If you can't mm. run, then crawl. If you can't mm. crawl, then do something. Like, there's always something that you yeah. can actually do yeah. to get closer <laughs> to where you want to be. And it's usually just excuses. That's why we don't Come do on, that. man. Oh. You know what? Oh. Arnold, like, he clocks when you've been doing something for a while and it's like, all right, you're coasting now. <laughs> 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 
you, you guys wait for it, yeah? I'm really posting the walks as part of our workouts, yeah? And the other day he says to me, bro, when are you going to give up the walks? <laughs> I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? He's like, where are you going to give up the walks? I'm, and I'm, like, I'm treating this like a police interview. I am not saying anything. Because like, I know the minute I say by this thing, he's holding me accountable, innit? I'm like, bro, I ain't got an answer for you, innit? <laughs> I don't know when I'm looking to give this up. And he just carries on regularly. Bro, when are you going to give up the walks? You know, from this point onwards, it don't count, innit? <laughs> you know, you I'm like, bro. But he's like, he's seen me coasting, innit? Mm. And now he's like, all right, step it up, innit? It's yeah, too easy yeah. now. And yeah. I think that's good as well, because it's like, it stopped from, okay, you just need to complete your workouts to like, okay, what are you actually doing in there now? Come on, man. You're cold. Right, let's step it up because I know you could do more. Listen. You get what I'm saying? And I think that, yeah, going back to Peter's point, innit, is keeping your foot to the fire, innit? Is just yeah. knowing that, all right, there's more in you, do you know? During, yeah. during this year, there are several times where I got personal messages mm. and phone calls yeah. from Pete and from Tolu yeah. correcting me on how I was training. Wow, that's powerful. Man. When I received those communications, <laughs> my flesh didn't like it. <laughs> but again, in this whole thing of looking back on some of the original videos and all of that kind of stuff, yeah, like, bro, I was looking at some of these videos and I was just watching myself just flying, and I was like, "What the heck are you doing?" Like, <laughs> because and it's 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 such a contrast to how I now train as a result. Yeah, and it's yeah, man. There's and. That point that you've mentioned, ABI, I, I, like for me, it's such a big thing. And it's something that I, even though I know my flesh doesn't always want to hear it, it's mm. something that I value and I cherish so much because mm. it's like, I think it takes, it's easy for someone to be critical mm. and to just have a comment that's just like a comment for the sake of commenting. But you can, I think, I think you can usually tell the difference between that yeah. and someone who genuinely cares enough. Yeah about Absolutely. what you're doing and the goals Bro, that you're trying to go for those those messages aren't easy to send i hope you know that yeah <laughs> They're not. no no those, i those know messages these. are not easy to send so <laughs> i'm not someone who enjoys trolling people yeah as a general thing i'm not here to troll no one so you know you said it's easy to send it's not easy to, for me to send that message like yo bro i know you're working really hard yeah but that form yeah. you're using ain't gonna help you whatsoever but that's a hard that, message it's yeah, true but I, you know what that i think that's because of the type of person that you are because if you now look at it on a mass scale right how easy is it for people to just see something and be like, oh, what's this person doing? Like, and just start mocking and laughing kind of thing, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Rather than taking the time to take right. the same yeah. energy you'll spend to maybe mock and laugh, mm -hmm. to pick up the phone or get in communication yes. with the person and say, you know what, I see what you're doing. Just so you know, have you considered this, right? Mm -hmm. And then obviously, again, it's a balancing act because you don't know who's on the other end of that phone, right? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's going to receive it well. But mm -hmm. I think it's, it's, it's true what you're saying. It does take a lot for the type of person depending on the type of person that you are yeah i think what also takes a lot and probably takes a lot more is regardless of who you are to do it with good intentions that's it and genuinely with the best person's best interest at heart right yeah mm. because you want it to be impactful and that's the difference yeah between yeah control and someone who's yeah. trying to help you is that like the only thing i want from that engagement is for you yeah. to have a better workout because then you yeah, man, achieve yeah. your goals. But to do that, I know I'm going to have to tell you something that you might not want to hear. And that's not, <laughs> <laughs> that's not my favorite. Let's put it that way. <laughs> that's not my favorite. No, you true. know what though? Funny you saying that, yeah. Like, um, there was, <clears throat> like sometimes, yeah, like sometimes in a way, sometimes we need to hear things a certain way. Mm. But I've realized, yeah, like, from the man, I just need to hear things a certain way, innit? Mm. Like, 
You saying, ah, oh, bro, don't worry, keep going. It doesn't cut through to me. <laughs> you say me that message hey, what the hell are you doing? I'll be like, yo, okay, I need to fix up. Amy, like, what's that? Like, that? That's what I, I'm paying attention to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, there was a conversation I had with Arnold, did it? And I think, to be fair, he'd heard me complaining like, for a few days, did it? And this is what I've been saying, did it? Like, I feel like with men, men, we can't tolerate each other for too long. Before we speak. <laughs> like, I feel like with, women, they have time to hear each other's stories. But men, after day two, we're like, yo, what are we doing? <laughs> and I think at one point he just said to me, Look, do you want me to give you the Christian church advice or the raw uncut truth? I said, Bro, give me the raw uncut truth. Which but was actually I mean, very Christian in itself. So. <laughs> that day, 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 I stood up, I said, All right, let's go. I hate you. In, in part, this is. Oh, sorry, the is coming out. Bring in it. part. This is this is part of the feminization of men. Ooh. You know, that that society's doing. Up, no. This might be a two hour special. <laughs> <laughs> Where, <clears throat> everything has to be so like candified and, mm. and consider your feelings and your emotions and mm. all of these things. It's like a lot of that is fluff and a lot of that actually is disingenuous because it's mm. not it's not useful to anyone mm. and it's just mm. this idea of men and women being equal and needing to do everything the same exact way men and women aren't equal and we don't need to communicate Ooh. things the same way it doesn't need to be a story or it doesn't need to be Ooh. oh no it's okay you're fine like for men yeah i think for men like yeah. you get Okay, I'm not gonna say that, but you get. You Yo, get what were you gonna say, bro? <sighs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't really useful. <laughs> here's, the thing, yeah. here's here's the way that I see it. In terms of like value, are people equal? Yeah, of course. But if you take yeah. the strongest woman in the world and the strongest man in the world, are they equal in strength? No. Do they have different mm-hmm. strengths? Mm-hmm. Of course they do. And that's where it is for me. It's like yeah. this thing about being equal makes it sound like we all have to be the same. No, there are some mm-hmm. people like I'm not the same height as Arnold. We're not equal mm, in mm, height. Mm. It's okay. It does, does it mean that mm. Arnold is worse than me? No. Of course not. There are things that Arnold can do that I can't even think about. And that's and where for me it's versa. like... When, sorry? I said and vice versa. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can reach higher <laughs> things than you. Like, it's just, it's just a fact. All right, bro. All right, all right, all right, all right, man. <laughs> but all I have to say is I agree with you know, in terms of... <laughs> with, 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 <laughs> God didn't make us to be equal. He made us to be different. Like he made. I wish I was a little the... bit yeah. taller. Sorry. sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was a I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I, I disrupted the way. Go for it, bro. Please, please finish. No, no. It's that's. I just agree with Pete. Like we're not made to be equal in that sense. We're made to have different mm. strengths, different weaknesses, and that's yeah. why it works. That you're interdependent. Is that people depend yeah. on each other? That's okay. You know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But I think for for me that the the struggle has been like men's groups that just want to sit around and have tea and and like Ooh. just wow. just cry about stuff. It's like no, yeah, I, like I just feel I think that doesn't work for men because at one point between the man and the woman, one person has to be the one that goes out and sweats. Like on. one person was cursed with nurturing Ooh. a child in pain. Mm. like birth being pain the other person mm. was cursed to go out and sweat and till oh. the ground now that might that might um that it might uh what, what's the word it might flesh out differently mm. in that okay that doesn't necessarily mean that a woman can't be earning more than a man that's not necessarily i don't think that's the point i think mm. the point is one person their curse as it were deals with their emotional core it's bringing life into the world mm. and understandably women end up being more emotionally sensitive at the very least the yeah. other person 
it deals with almost neglecting that emotional core yeah you have to, if you don't go until the ground you will be hungry if you don't mm. go and then like work you will be hungry yeah no one's mm. coming and, to save you come no on. at some point you you can't just say oh i don't feel like it mm. okay then you're going to be hungry do you feel hungry enough to go and then do some work mm. and so i think it then speaks to like so for for guys having that situation of the the mr frustration mm. is much more i think applicable like, yeah, some women that that will just break them. It's like, but then again, some women as well won't. Yeah, yeah right. that's why mm. we're all different. Mm. But I think for the majority of men, that's needed. Mm. That is needed. No, I agree, man. So I've actually got a question on this because I, I, by the way, I love this conversation. Um, my question is, if each of you think about like some of your darkest moments, let's just say, and biggest like challenging moments in life that you've had to bounce back from out of those two approaches the rubbing your back and maybe being a bit more gentle and it's okay and all of that kind of stuff versus some of the more in your face stuff what have you found to be the most helpful i think i think it's it's a hybrid of the two to be honest and this is where like I think that there are ways that you can absolutely understand someone, understand why they're failing, but still give them the real hard truth. So like, mm. I'm a big fan, of, like honestly, I'm a fan of how you communicate stuff. I don't think I've ever ineffectively communicated something to you because I want to cry with you. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that really happens. <laughs> you know, like, I still tell you what needs, and I think this is actually part of being a man and knowing like, how to use your strength is what I would say. Yeah. Because there are some mm. people that will brutalize you in the name oh, of God. holding yeah, you accountable. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah, 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 you yeah, don't have yeah, to yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah. Like I can tell yeah. you with a straight face, like, bro, what you're doing is not gonna help you. Right? Mm. That's mm. not me crying with you, but that's me saying, look, mm. this needs to change and I can hold you accountable. Mm. So that's where I think that mm. me it's a bit of both, is a bit of understand people, understand their levers, understand why they're doing what they're doing. So I think sometimes mm. we don't do that. And so the message doesn't land. And for me, it's about it's, what yeah, really yeah. lands. So if I know that Peter just needs it blunt and straight, I give it to him blunt and straight. If I know that, mm. you know, someone else might need it in a slightly different way, a bit more, you know, a bit more thought out, a bit more, actually, this is why you're feeling what you're feeling. This is how mm. you can change it. Then I give it to them, mm. and I think that is important. As just as humans, is can yeah. you be all things to all people? Can you tailor your message appropriately to have that influence and make it land? Because for me, that's mm. the most important thing. Can I get the impact because I've communicated in the right way or in a good way, mm. appropriate way? Mm. That's what it's the appropriate way. Yeah, yeah. I also think it's who it's coming from. And yeah. So I found inadvertently because, like, for me, it's if you ask me, you you ask me, my immediate answer is give it to me straight. Like, I don't need a fluff. I don't need that. But what I've noticed is inadvertently, I've benefited from, for instance, having the softness from my wife mm. and only my wife. I don't need it from any other ladies, but my wife is here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and having that place of softness there with her has been very very useful yeah. whereas from my guy friends or from others i think i need you know from it's what's been useful has been you no know, cold hard truth mm. like we don't need the fluff we don't need to to navigate anything just tell me the truth especially where it's coming from a genuine place mm. so i i agree with Tolly that it's been it can be a hybrid more so but it also depends on who 
it's, yeah. it's yeah. from. Yeah. I, I agree with you, man, in terms of like, in terms of like relationships, like you said, with your wife and that, it's like, yeah, that's when you kind of probably want more softness, in it. Mm. you get what I'm saying? And the man is just like, look, just say it as it is, innit? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That helps, like, if I, I've got a player I work with, yeah? Honestly, see this guy, yeah? You just got to tell him the truth, man. Because, <laughs> listen, you don't tell him nothing, yeah? Like, you, you try and sugarcoat it, yeah? He will have another terrible performance. Mm. It's so bad. Like, when I get at him and I'm like, this is horrible. I don't even know what you're doing. Like, mm. Mm. the next game, he's balling. Come on. When I've tried to be like, you know, like, because sometimes, obviously, like, when I get at him, he's soaking, he's emotional, all of that stuff, in it. But mm. if I just ignore the, the nonsense and I'm just like, I'm telling you the truth, oh, this kid's mm. balling. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So I realized, even when he does well, yeah, I can't even say too much praises. Because mm. <laughs> the next performance will be <laughs> terrible. Complacent. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to be like, all right, you're about, you know, you could have improved on this, innit? And yeah. he's like, all right, cool, we'll do it. So mm. I realized that's the best way to get through to him. Mm. Like he just has to hear that, like yeah. And even with myself, like I just understand it better that way when the man them are just roll with me. Mm. Because then I have that if the man them ain't, and if you can, like, cool, let me protect his feelings and that I'll just be complacent. Nah, come on, that's not the kick I need. Do you know what I'm saying? But when the man them just keep it real and say, you know, and I always say, let me deal with how I feel about how you spoke. Yeah, don't tailor it for me. <laughs> just say as it is, I will deal with everything else. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I'll, <laughs> I'll put the plaster on my wounds. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I don't like when people try to tailor it for me. Mm. Uh, yeah, mm. don't try and manage my emotions. Just say it as it is, isn't it? I'll be cool in it. Whatever I need to do to recover, I'll recover in it. But mm. I'll still and come I'm, back to that truth in it, you know? I think even further to that point, yeah. I, I, one thing that, again, that's worked for me, and, and speaking of the sort of your darkest times, mm. one thing that's, I, I think really helps has been that self-reflection yeah and and being able to look back on what happened and ask yourself the real question well, of come on man well maybe i was wrong here maybe i was right here yeah and, and that's especially where even people who come with malicious intent mm. are very useful mm. yeah and so i think of this in the same way as you think of like a fighter going into a fight mm. right the your opponent and as much as they're trying to hurt you they're trying to knock you mm. out they're trying to win mm what they're also doing is giving you the most honest feedback that mm. they yeah, can yeah right? absolutely because if you're sparring like if i'm sparring with someone and my hands constantly down they might tap me they might you know your hands down you know they might they might catch you there a few times but ain't mm. trying to hurt you and sometimes mm. that doesn't get through because mm. oh he just hit me a little bit maybe i you know if i'm not if i don't have the self-awareness to realize or if he sat down on that punch that could knock me out then maybe I don't pay attention to it. But in a fight, when you're going against someone that's going to take that opportunity <laughs> and mm. then like proper, you know, when you get knocked out, that is real honest feedback. And so, again, like you said, um, yeah. AB, that even people that come with malicious intent, yeah, they're like trying to hurt you. Mm. I think it's best if you try and learn something from it. One of my boys always says this here. He goes, a broken clock is right twice a day. Come on. Thanks. And it's so true, you know. Um, it's and the self-reflection thing is, is important, man. Also, like as well, like when like the man in my correcting me, they're reminding me of who I am. Mm. There's been conversations I've had with Arnold, with a couple of my other boys, and they're like, bro, this is who you are. Like, yo, this what's going on. <laughs> this ain't mm. even you. Mm, mm, so it's mm, like mm. They're, they're correcting, man, but they're also reminding you of like, yo, this ain't really shit for me. So it's like, it's empowering you. 
mm. with that. Do you get what I'm saying? It's not just, all right, we're just getting at you, but it's actually empowering you. Like, nah, bro, this is this is who you are. Like, this is what I'm getting onto you because this, this ain't you. Mm. You know? I think the feminization of men in particular mm. is definitely a big problem. Yeah, I agree. Um, on the question that I asked about, that I asked, I think, you know, I think it, it definitely is important to come with, I think, the right attitude and the right approach, even when you mm. are trying to bring those hard truths to, to mm. another person, especially a, a, to another man. And I think it is very true about who it does come from, because like, there is definitely some, there's something about the male to male relationship, which creates a dynamic where like, <laughs> It will probably go down better hearing it from another man than it will hearing it from your spouse or a mm. sister, right? Yeah. Um, and I think there's something about that just in the design dynamic. Go read your Bible. I'm not going to get into all of that. Mm. But, um, <laughs> but do you know what? Do you know there what is something there. there. I think yeah. there's the thing even in the Bible where it says about, you know, about the women, older women do this to the younger women, etc., mm. etc. So I think there is a yeah. dynamic that is meant to be woman to woman, man to man, yeah. man to woman as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like these yeah. things yeah. are yeah. meant to be different. There are meant to be things that you can tell me that mm. my wife probably shouldn't tell me. It just No, 1000. You know? And I don't it's, I it's, think it's, it's yeah, go on. Especially because it probably won't be beneficial for the marriage, right? Mm. <laughs> because and, and, yeah. You know what? Do you know what I was wondering, if, right? Is that is that should that be the way or should I be able to hear anything from anyone? <laughs> I Mm. I yeah. would go as far as to say, right? And I'm open to being <laughs> corrected by scripture and all of that, right? Mm. I would go as far as to say, I, from what I have seen and how I've seen it play out, I think there is something about what is supposed to happen within the man-to-man dynamics that should help to almost facilitate that for the home where the Ooh, wife exists, question, right? Is that because now there's pride in the world and the curse? Because... Actually, why should I not be able to hear it from anybody? Why can I not be teachable from anyone? But I, I think <laughs> you used the key word there, bro. It's more we're delivery. Getting into, we're getting into though. dangerous territory right now, bro, because it's like <laughs> <laughs> teach. Um, let me go with what I was going to finish with anyway. Before okay. right, okay. Ephesians chapter four, from verse eleven, it says, and he oh. gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry. For building up the body of Christ until we all attain the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to mature manhood, interesting, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I'm not even where that I was, was meant sick. to get to. That was just like a little <laughs> on the way we saw this. But um, verse 14, so that we may no longer be children tossed mm-hmm. to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine by human cunning by craftiness and deceitful schemes and this is where it was rather speaking the truth in love we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head into christ from whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped when each part is working properly makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love speaking the truth in love i have a question and we can come back to tolly's question by the way as well because it may need to be unfolded and I might not be one to say the answers to it. But <laughs> my question is, 
and I don't have the answer on this, by the way, so it's not a leading question or anything like that. But how did Jesus speak to men versus speaking to women? Jesus was rough with these guys, man. Particularly in the area of correction. Oh, cool. yeah, but sorry. But Are there any examples you guys can think of? His guys were his people that he brought around with him all day, every day. His 12 were Say like... Say it one more time. So his guys were his disciples. That's who he said, come, follow me, and I will teach you. So there's also a teacher dynamic in that. Mm. Guys versus girls. Oh. I feel like with most people, because Jesus gave it to all people, yeah? So with his disciples, sometimes he's like, how much longer do I need to put up with you? Yeah, like, it was rough. Yeah. yeah, with the Pharisees, he's like you. Whatever he he like custom brood of vipers. Yeah, he was custom yeah. about. Yeah. They Jesus. weren't his friends. He didn't have. Yeah, they, they were. Right. But Jesus gave it to everyone. <laughs> everyone could get it in one yeah. way or another. Yeah. But speaking the truth, but in love, I think that whether male or female, speaking mm. the truth but with love, that that is really for me what I would say I want my approach to be is that I can mm. tell you, Arnold, the truth, but in love. I can tell mm. your wife the truth, but in love. I can tell my wife the truth, but in love, because actually that covers everything. That covers gender, that covers gender differences. That covers everything that could matter. Speaking the truth, so I'm not sugarcoating anything. I'm not, you know, I'm not, not telling you things, but I'm still telling you it in love, which is, I think, personally, how most people receive things. If you know that as a brother, I love you, you can receive the hard truth that I give you. And I think that for me is the yeah. key actually. The truth but in love, that works for everybody. Or it should yeah. work for everybody. I, I think, oh sorry. sorry go, go ahead, no, no, go, go ahead, bro. Go ahead, bro. Yeah. Go, yeah. I'm gonna okay, yeah, I was gonna go say, well, like, <laughs> there's a guy called Jason Wilson, yeah. Um, mm. you guys can check him up, but he just talks about all things manhood. And he was talking about the comprehensive man. And I learned from something in it from him. He said, oh, is that the cave of Adullam guy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what he says is about like, he uses martial arts to train boys, and it? it's amazing to train mm. these young boys how to manage their emotions, all of that stuff, which is really good. Um, and he talks about being a comprehensive man and being what you need to be in that moment. <laughs> so there are moments that require softness. Mm. Like you mm. said that, you know, when you're a father, all of, there's different moments. And then there might be a moment where, you know, you say, all right, cool, I need to be firm now and get my point across. 100%. And there's not a one, one size fits all for everything. You get what I'm saying? Is you're constantly adapting. Like, okay, what does this require of me mm. in this moment, or what do I need to do? Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? And mm. so that you're that way, you're not harsh when it requires. It's a situation that requires softness, and then you're not soft when it's a situation that requires you to be firm. Yeah. But, do you know what I'm saying? Get your point across. Yeah, so, and I think if we're not yeah. careful, we can get into that place where we think that every man always needs hard. And I don't think that's right. I think people need a balance of things based on situations. Yeah. There are some times where actually. I need you to talk to me a certain way because you understand me. You know that I'm not even doing this on purpose, but something bad has happened. Mm. I need, I need that. You know, other the space times to bug out, yeah, bro. Other times, bro, you are wilding <laughs> out and you need to stop it because you're acting yeah, yeah, some yeah. kind of way. <laughs> you need to tell me that sometimes, like when I'm moaning about going to the gym. Just shut up, man. Go to the gym. Hundred percent. Because do you know what? I definitely do think, and I agree with that. I think there's definitely it's important to create like within especially within brotherhoods, it's important to create the space for a brother to bug out a little every now and then, mm. right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Especially because I think there's this whole thing about how, you know, apparently men don't express themselves and they're not mm. emotional and all of those kind of things. I think there is a time and a place and a space to allow a person, even this is male or female, to express, right? Yeah. But I think on this whole dynamic of where, like, some of the more stronger and more in-your-face, direct, blunt, <clears throat> stand-up, kind of talk comes from 
one of the things that I, one of the reasons why I think it is probably best place coming from a brother yeah, or from another man yeah. is because there's all sorts of fallout that can come from the backside of that, right? Yeah. What do you when mean? you communicate, when you communicate some of these hard truths, like there could be backlash. Mm. And the backlash that may come out of that may mm. not necessarily be something that, again, depending on who the woman is, right? She may be able to bear and live Ooh, with the fruit. I'm, of it. I'm not. And I'm not I, sure I agree with this one, bro. I'm I, not sure I like bro, that one. And here's I, why: I'm, I'm keeping here's, it a hundred. Because let me ask you this, yeah. Let me ask you this: If your wife said to you, "Man up," and she was constantly saying to you, "Man up, man up, man up." like on a particular subject real talk bro how would you feel about that i i think and this is where for me it depends yeah so would i feel much different than if you just kept telling me man up i don't know if i would because for me like i would that, in, but and my question is tape. but bro my question <laughs> is should we though that's my question because bro I, why should there be backlash from someone telling me something that i need to hear whoever it's come from the, it's more delivery the, the thing is, though, bro, yeah? If okay, I can go jump on. Peter, Peter, if go if on, please jump, jump in. in. So, so I'll jump in, but I also want to go straight, like, a little bit further to your question initially about, you know, should we be able to receive all things from more people? Mm. And I think on one level, yes. And that's what we, um, I think even AB were talking about, sometimes that self-reflection means even if someone comes with malicious intent, you can take what they're saying 100%. and see is there any truth here, and mm. that's fine. But then I think, and speaking to Arnold's question, sometimes the relationship dynamic is different like the person that <laughs> the person that you're sleeping with there's Come a different on. level of intimacy there where it's like there's certain things if you say it it's it's emasculated to the liver it's yeah. different <laughs> yeah. because we, we have a That's different it. level of, of intimacy. And same thing we see with Christ and the way that he interacted with the Pharisees. That relationship dynamic was mm. different to the way he reacted with his disciples, which, as you said, was sometimes different. It's like, mm. how long must I put up with you? Oh, ye of little faith. Mm. With the woman at the well that he'd go and meet, you know, and he's still giving the truth. Or, or the lady that was like, um, Rabbi, Rabbi, uh, come and was it heal me? And he's like, oh, the bread has been given to the kids. And mm. like, well, even the adults mm. will eat. Mm. You know, there's the the relationship dynamic as well. The the level of intimacy uh, okay. I think means certain things are different. I, I characterized love in a poem. I can't remember which poem it was, as giving someone a knife mm. and asking them not to stab you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm right yeah. now with my friends that knife is in their hand and then maybe they're all there you know they're sitting away you know or in their house whatever don't stab me in it with my wife that knife is in her hand and we're lying next to each other and she's got it in my back right mm. like, please don't stab me mm. it's different mm. and so I, I do think there's there's a difference there um because well, of the nature I'm, of the relationship i'm not sure if it's about the nature of the relationship or if it's about the fact that we feel like another man can understand where we're coming from a little bit differently than a lady could so for example if my wife is telling me to man up she's not had to have the responsibilities or whatever it is or the different things just like i've not had to do the same things that she's had to do so do i receive yeah. it a bit differently because i'm thinking she's not been there before or yeah. what imagine she's in the delivery room and you're saying woman up 
yeah, but bro, that's suicide. Like, <laughs> but, but why? That is why suicide. Is that? I want to know. I want to know it. Why is that suicide? Because I think this no is important. Yeah, bro. <laughs> bro, is that even good advice bro, in that moment? Listen, is that even I, good I've advice? I've been in the delivery room and I did not practice that at all. So I definitely don't think it's a wise thing to do. But, bro, but I'm question. asking the question because I think it's an important one on this whole subject, right? But is, is that even... No, it is... Yeah, go on, Peter. It is right. different. It is different in that a woman saying to you whatever the thing would be. So during, during um, my wife, uh, my first child's birth I knew I don't know a lot about this I've done all the reading you know I've done my research I've got my notes but anything that the nurses were saying I was taking in nurses like okay breathe through it I'm parroting that right? <laughs> coming from me coming from me it was annoying to my wife I was mm. like yeah. keep quiet fam you did this to me <laughs> 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 but from the nurse it's the same and it's the same advice mm-hmm. and i think it is i, I think arnold to, uh, sorry told to your point at certain thing at certain in certain circumstances by virtue of experience or the potential of experience like i've never will never know the pain of childbirth i won't yep. and so i can give you the same information that another woman is telling you mm. and for me it, it did sound and, and she told me like peter you're not helping I'm just mm. saying what she said. Mm. <laughs> 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 but because it's coming from me, it doesn't help. And so yeah. I do think there's a difference there. Yeah. And and this, and but my question is, is that if I'm trying to be as Christ-like as possible, is that how it should be? Because actually, should we be able to take things, whether it's us or we're talking about our wives in those, should we be able to take things from people who we might not see as qualified? Because actually sometimes, bro, the things that people who we might totally disqualify see about us, those things can still help us. And that's my question is more like, yeah, go on, on. So I think more more to maybe elaborate on some of my, my points and my comments, right? I 1000% do not think that the wife for example or a woman should stay silent altogether on anything to do with giving feedback right Mm. i think there are ways that as but whether it's my wife or whether it's any other female can communicate certain things Mm. in a way that is very is able to get the right message across without it necessarily being the exact same way it might come if it was pure uncut and raw coming from ab right my wife is excellent at that right however I, I definitely think despite that there's a difference in how that same thing may be communicated oh. I'm telling you now 1000% if my wife kept on telling me man up for me the reason okay for me it's a problem for several reasons right not because what she's saying may not be true but at the root of it what one of the frustrations I'm gonna have is where were my brothers how comes none of them have actually given me this feedback ahead of time for me mm. to get in line so that she's not having to basically have to communicate this? Mm. And I think this is something from conversations I've been in is a frustration that some women actually experience where mm. they feel but like bro, this, they are this having is a to different communicate problem, certain things this, this is to a their husbands problem. or they want yeah, to communicate this certain is a different things, problem. but they're not being addressed within the brotherhood relationships. And I think this is where it comes back to the whole feminization of man, men and the way that we engage with one another because don't get me wrong like i said we all have different communication styles and i'm not against that Mm. like i'm not saying that everyone has to come and communicate how mr frustration communicates right Mm. but it's speaking the truth in love according to your design and not according to how we necessarily feel is most comfortable for us but according to how 
we were designed. Like our expression of God here on earth oh. bro, is perfect form. I, I don't think that consistent advice of just man up, I don't think that's the best advice. Like if you guys, if that's all you ever gave me was man up, we'd have problems and you wouldn't be my inner circle. And this is what I think is that, <laughs> like, you wouldn't, you'd just tell me to man up. Like, what does that even mean? That's like, not it. <laughs> you know, like, of course, that's terrible advice to just give to someone. There are different I... ways that you can communicate that. And that's why I'm saying, I hear what you're saying though, in terms of actually your friends should be telling you in effect, man up. But there are ways that you can get to that. There are ways that you can understand. And of course, if my wife just said to me, man up all the time, I'd be like, you're not even helpful. But if, bro, if you said to me all the time, <laughs> just man up, I'd say, get out. Like, what does that, like, okay, how does that help even me? If it were, even if it was once. But yeah. but that's not what we like talked about. Like for like. What we talked about. No, but bro, man up from either side. I'm still going to try and understand, okay, why are you saying I need to man up? What is it that you see about that? Man up for me is just like, okay, let's explore that a bit. But you know more. what, though? It depends on the person, though. Because, like, honestly, like, that, do you remember when I said Arnold said something to me that time? That was the equivalent of what man said. <laughs> 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 But how how no, would that I, have come from your wife though? If your wife had said that, yeah, would you have responded differently? That, it wouldn't have run. Oh, <laughs> I don't know, bro. I don't know. I don't know. One of my guys to tell him. It's true. Because this is the thing, yeah. As a man, yeah. Let me tell you something. I can say something to AB or I can say something to one of you, man. And it can be one of those raw, rough and rugged truths, which I might not say on an every single day basis, yeah. right? But it may be necessary for that conversation. And guess what? Me, I'm going back to my bed. AB is not going to be troubling me in my house because yeah. he's upset. No, he has to now go and deal with the information. Yeah. And, I, and it wasn't, and even to the example that AB is speaking about, I wasn't like to the point where I wasn't caring about the bonus. Mm. Like, What's your problem? No, like yeah. I think there's surrounding ways that you ensure that even yeah. if you are going to have to communicate something like that, mm. that you are still yeah. there to basically sit. Cause the, so even, question, what if it's a female friend that's not your wife? Is it because of proximity or is it because there are some things that actually a girl shouldn't say to a guy and only a guy should say to a guy? I think it was the same thing with girl, you know. I'm too disconnected from that experience. Oh! I <laughs> can't <laughs> <laughs> speak on that. I'm unqualified to answer this question. <laughs> that's, a, that's a conspiracy charge. <laughs> I don't know, you know, because I feel like, yeah, friends can't be talking to me like this, man. <laughs> you know what, then? Let me be real, yeah? I feel like, men, we understand consequence better than women. Even if I'm, if I'm all honest to tell him something, yeah, I've got to wait up. Because they might, I might hear something and say, bro, I'm outside your house. <laughs> <laughs> We understand consequences, man. Like, we're going to talk to another man here. Oh, listen, this could go either way. Like, let me mm. think this through. Is this the conversation I need to have? Mm. Well, I think we've been able to play fly, bro. Oh, I, I think I'm not sure. I agree. I think that I, I just I'm just curious because for me, like, whether mm. wherever it's coming from, I want to be able to hear it, assess it, ask questions mm. about it, and see, like, okay. Is this true? It doesn't matter who it's coming from because actually sometimes yeah. my boys might not be seeing actually what other people are seeing, what my wife is seeing. So that's yeah. where for me, no, yeah. I think yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. dangerous scenario to say actually like that needs to come from my boys because what if they've not seen yeah. it? Because bro, there are some guys here who I thought I was friends with and then when I heard what they do to women, you're a demon, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. what? Got, yeah, yeah, you gotta let them know. Like, I didn't even know you were doing that. So no, how can I ever talk to them about it? It's funny you say this because 
Like, I was talking to women about this, and they're like, you don't need to check your girlfriends. I'm like, we don't, we know what they're up to. I don't know <laughs> <what they're doing. laughs> We're not agreeing with it. We need to find out when you find out. I think to the point that you mentioned, though, Tolu, right? I don't think it's so much, or the point has been so much that the, the, the information cannot be communicated or the issue can't mm. be communicated in some way, shape or form by your wife or by a female, for mm. example. It's just, I think it's more around the how, because I mm. think that you're absolutely right in terms of the fact that they see certain things on the, by virtue of the fact that you are married, like this mm. is the real naked and unashamed, right? Mm. Like mm. they're going to see the most dirt, vice versa, you're going to see yeah, the most dirt more, them, yeah. right? But I think there are still strategic ways that mm. are available for them to communicate that in a way that maybe you might not necessarily yeah, hear it bro. from a brother and it can yeah. equally be effective. Bro, I I was gonna say women can get men to do things that their brothers could never get them to do. And yeah, my example of this is Abigail. You remember Abigail in the Bible, yeah? yeah the yeah, way yeah, she yeah. just bamboozled David, yeah? Mm. She just came to him, my yeah. Lord. She came with food. She came... Bro, she got him to, he was ready to kill people. Yeah. Come yeah, on. and she talked him down, and that's what I'm saying. Actually, for me, it's about: Are you strategically communicating? Yeah. Always, as a man, as a woman, are you strategic? Because, bro, even the thing about you know, husbands love your wives and wives respect your husband. Why do you mm. need to tell people that if it's just easy and everybody mm. does that? It's not easy. Mm. That's why. But if you can get yeah. that get right, actually, bro, you can get your husband to do things that a, a, your bro could never even come close, never yeah. even mm. come close to. Mm. Yeah, bro. Mm. Mm. I was even going to say as well, like, uh, one thing Arnold done, one of my other boys used to do that, and he does this here. I'll tell him something, and he'll be like, bro, how do you want me to do this? Do you just want to vent? <laughs> do you want my advice? So I like that, yeah, because he's giving me the option to decide. Mm. Mm. And sometimes I'll be like, bro, I want to vent in it. I don't even want to hear you. <laughs> I know what to do already. <laughs> yeah, I know what to do in it, and I know you're going to tell me the right thing to do. So, I just need to let some steam off. Yeah, I need to let some steam off. I'm going to do the right thing when I get to it. Like, just let me let some steam off in it. Because, yeah. And I think that's a healthy space, isn't it? Because, like, we be knowing, like, I don't want my boys vent to me. I know they're not acting on that. Yeah. yeah. So, but you know if someone starts bugging out like you're going to act on what you're saying, you're going to think, I'm not going to talk I can't even vent without you thinking I'm going to do a bad thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think there is that that space as well, in it? Where, like I said, he's, I don't said to me, like, oh, yeah, bro, what do you, what do you want, how do you want me to deal with this? Mm, what, mm, do you want mm. this response or do you want that response? I'm like, this is what's what. So I wanted it. And then he just went with it. <laughs> so I was ready to hear that. Then I said, mm. bro, the raw uncut truth in it. And he was mm. like, right, cool, go for it. Mm. You know? And I think the the thing is, there's something about how like I feel like these are things that create a well-rounded experience, right? Mm. Because if everybody was communicating male and female, husbands, sorry, wives to their husbands as well as boys to their boys, like if the communication was 1000% the same, I think there's something that we would miss, right? Mm. From how effective, um, an effective environment that actually fosters the opportunity for us to grow mm. and actually do better and be better. And yeah. I think that's where those differences really do make um, a difference. Because if, if on the one hand, you have your wife with her strategic and maybe a bit more, I have no other word than feminine, level of communication or maybe typical feminine communication styles and stuff like that but then on the other side maybe sometimes you need to get knocked upside your head a little bit right mm. and sometimes and this is the other thing right a knock from the left from one of your boys 
might be something that then gets fostered and nurtured (laughs) (laughs) when you're you're licking your wounds in the corner, right? (laughs) By your wife. And um, you know what? I I really like that approach of it's a holistic community thing, right? Because that's really important. Because even when you're growing up, you have your mum and your dad and they serve different you know different ways of raising mm. you i think it's mm. the same thing like yes absolutely it should be a rounded approach and actually like you know your wife should be able to come to me and say hey like your boy is bugging like what's yeah. going on mm. we can yeah. actually all have a rounded conversation and vice versa mm. you know so i i really like that kind of rounded approach of actually like you know it can come from different angles and that comes together to help to get to where we need to get to because that's really the most important thing right is are we growing mm. and getting to where we need to mm. Mm, 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 mm. Pete, was it something you? Were I feel to? like I feel like Pete has words, so I would <laughs> like to hear. No, I, I think I think, I think we I, I think we've sort of we've come not full circle, but I think we we've come to the same conclusion because I think there's there's levels to it, and then Arnold, you speak of like a holistic thing. I think there's also sort of like a a, a structural thing. Like mm. I think on the individual you can't control other people you can't control what they do you can't control what they say you can only control your reaction to those things yeah mm. and so in terms of can you hear anything from anyone i say yes yeah. you should be able to assess ask questions you should be able to again regardless of whether it's in love i think in love with malicious intent um i think you should be able to take information in and then mm. deal with it and then take what you can from it but then i also think there are um, the, the the relationships also allow for different methods to be effective. Mm. I think that's exactly what you're saying. A wife, I, I I think it can be, it can sound like you know broad strokes saying a wife should do this because it's all different, isn't it? It's, it's mm. maybe my wife needs to speak to me this way. Maybe mm. my wife doesn't even need to speak to me. Just come and hold me. You know, you've got your love languages, all of those things. Mm. Um, but I think the dynamic between a wife and a husband allows for information to be should allow for information to be transferred but then i think there's different strategies there a relationship between a man and his boys should allow for information to be transferred and there has to be different strategies so it's the same thing um, Mm. i think i think we're coming to yeah it's really good man i think we might need to start calling pete pete the poet you know just like wraps everything up real nice just brings out the bars pete the poet man (laughs) (laughs) poet man pete Come on. <laughs> so I think on what we've been speaking about, I definitely still think this is, it could sound like it's drifted all the way somewhere different from where we started, but I think it's also very relevant mm. because what we're speaking about is at its core, executing the way you executing should. the way that you should be. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Which feeds into yeah. the whole goal setting and all of that kind of stuff. Mm. And so I guess a question that came to mind for me was how do we, Obviously, bearing in mind we've got the next episode and we'll start speaking more about what the goals are and stuff like that for the next year. But as a thought from our reflections on this year and even some of the things we've spoken about, how do we create those optimal environments that will foster the what is necessary for us to smash our goals on the highest level in 2024? Because if there's one thing that I do know is that I want this 2024 to be full of like not just you've done well you've moved closer to no i want it to be a year of like unexplainable acceleration Mm. right um 
and say yeah so how do we create those environments i think um so throughout the year i probably could have checked out on a few like a few more people and just said oh, how's it going and i think the push like like i said about underwear you pushed me to say all right cool bro why don't you do this now right, it's time to step up and i think i could have done that a bit more with everyone and i think those things help Mm. do you get what I'm saying there's those check-ins in it mm. to say okay how's that going with this that you said you're going to do and mm. yeah that's that encouragement to kind of step up a bit more mm. Mm. Uh, I think yeah just agreeing with with um, AB I think it's it's find your Mr. Frustration mm. and then be the Mr. Frustration mm. for, for others yeah. like again not all the same like you might you might approach <laughs> someone with a way approaches us you might get yourself knocked out I mean, yeah. I'm of course. I, th- I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think there's a there's a, a space for recognizing and and, and 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 something that's important to me is recognizing those people around you that are willing to be your mission frustrating, and mm. the people that care about you, the people that care about achieving what you want to achieve. Yeah. Recognize mm. those friends mm. and keep those friends. Like, do what you need to do to keep those friends. Mm. Right. I can I can say honestly, I fall off of group chats a lot because a lot yeah. of the time, like sometimes it, it goes into consistency. I don't care about. I'm not reading. Mm-hmm. I can't just jump in at the last thing. I have to go and read from the top. And now it's like 200 messages. I mm-hmm. can't do it. Mm-hmm. You're not hearing from me again. I'm <laughs> but, yeah. With with our with our group chat, it's like I'll constantly go and check. I'll constantly sort of because I reckon in as much as it's uncomfortable, I mm. recognize that value and I want to be there. <laughs> Yeah, I want man. to be part of it. I want to be in the place where now nah, these guys they will force me to do what I need to do. Mm. But at the same time, and I think going forward, it's also me trying to be that for other people. Mm. And it mm. might not look the same. Um, and, and that's another thing. I think AB, you've mentioned it as well. Well, actually, you've succeeded in doing it. I failed in creating this sort of environment amongst other guy groups that I'm in. It's like, yo, let's put our workouts in. And mm. put in as like, yeah, two weeks ago, and no one's saying anything. I'm like, mm, mm, mm. no. and that might not be the strategy for them, but yeah. it's recognizing that you also can be someone that helps people along and you doing that for other people and Mm. and if you're effective in doing that for other people i think you will find you're creating little sort of environments where we have this attitude of we're going to be effective in what we're choosing to do and i think that can help and that can help you propel propel you to achieve what you what you want to do as well Mm. there's there's a bible verse that arnold and i joke about sometimes yeah, but you know it says provoke one another unto good works, and we make it provoke <laughs> one another unto good workouts. <laughs> and, I think, yeah. <laughs> and I think that that's really what this is about is then actually how do we do that? How do we provoke one another unto doing good works, the so things that we're meant mm. to be doing? Um, yeah. Because I think that's super important. And the thing is, yeah. right, is that, and this is something that I try and reinforce as much as possible is that like I really want you to win. Yeah, like yeah. that's the issue. All I want is all my guys to be. Yeah, real. come yeah? on, man. That is. Otherwise, what are we doing? Why are we friends if I don't want you to win? You know, yeah. <laughs> like, what are we doing here? So yeah. for me, it's yeah. that thing of if I want you to win, how do I be part of you winning? Right? How do yeah. I be a good yeah. teammate to you? Because we're all brothers. So like, how do I be a good brother to you to help you yeah. win more? And sometimes mm. that means I have to have the uncomfortable conversations. Sometimes yeah. that means I need to be doing better than you so that you are provoked yeah. unto good works. Mm. Sometimes mm. it means you have to be doing better than come me on, and I'm mm. not going to be jealous because you're better than me. I'm going to see oh, that as come on. 
I need to put my work in because yeah. Arnold's putting in the work yeah. and Arnold's getting results. Peter is sweating mm. like a madman, so <laughs> he's getting some results. Uh, I'm seeing Peter on. get more and more cut in every video, and I'm thinking, I'm yo, telling you, bro. Yo. <laughs> okay, AB is even on it now. AB, who's silent for weeks at a time, AB's now bringing fire. Shooting now, I've shots. Got to <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah? And that's yeah. the thing is that if I want you to win, when you're winning, I shouldn't be jealous. And that's a yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a big issue. Mm. <laughs> I think um I think what came to mind for me was No Man Left Behind. Mm. Because I think it's it's so interesting because just throughout this year at different times we've had conversations in the group chats and outside of the group chats. And if there's one thing that I think has benefited me and I think can really benefit us going forward is taking the responsibility to say no man left behind. Mm. And so when there is someone that is missing and not just and like this, we're talking about in the context of the group chat, right? Mm. But even outside of just the group chat and gym, like some of the things that we're going to discuss and talk about, I'm sure in the next episode in terms of goals for the next year, like it's it is being able to have that conversation Mm. because we might not have like a similar system set up yet which Mm. helps us to know and stay in pace real time with whether we're on track or not but until we find out what that system looks like right how can we basically ensure that we are i guess involved enough with just generally where we're all at with our goals to ensure that no man is left behind. And I want to make a distinction of the no man left behind because I think in our group, we have all committed to getting the smoke. We've all said, we want to be on the day. Oh yeah, come on, talk about it. Sometimes people don't want to leave people behind that need to be left behind. That person is not Mm. trying to go to where you're trying to go to. Oh, come on, shed the way. This is coming coming from Tolu. Terrorist Tolu in the building. <laughs> Come on. Nah, Tolu, you're talking the things, man. No. Tolu's trying to blow up the plate. No, seriously, bro, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> but that's true. You know what? That's what it is for me. Is that look? If you don't want to be here, I will terrorize you because you're not meant to be here. Straight. If you yeah. are. Straight. If you're here for the team and you want to go where we're going, bro, yeah. no one's yeah. getting left behind. But if you, yeah. if you're, we're not. We, we can't agree. We can't walk together. What are we? Where yeah. am I bringing you? Dragging Ooh. you somewhere? No, nah, mate. Nah, Listen. I can't drag people. Mm-mm. Yeah, that, come on, bro. Come on. I know it's not even my turn to talk, but what Tony <laughs> just said was so important. Like, it's yeah. seriously because. You know what? I think this is something that can really make the difference. Yeah. It can, it's a make or break, right? Mm. The the people that are a part of that environment for you is literally going to be make or break. Mm. One of the reasons why we've had such great success, I think, with our group chat with um, Gym Accountability is because, we, like you said, we've all committed. Mm. And so when you go missing, everybody knows I'm going to get smoked. Even people right now who are not active in the group chat, <laughs> Right, we've had conversations offline. They know the smoke that's waiting for them, (laughs) right? (laughs) And it's because of what we committed to. Because if you do have dead weight, right, that is something that will only drag you. And I I can attest to that as well because I've been in several gym accountability group chats over the years before this one, right? And I have seen how things fizzle out because the group is not. It doesn't have the dynamic of everybody being fully committed to what we're going to do, right? 
please. But Pete, I think it's your turn. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I don't have anything to add to it. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, no. I think that idea of like some people need to be left behind. That's and yeah, that was the... recognizing that is significant. Oh, yeah. You know, recognizing that some people they they they're not they're not on that trip with you they're they're the ones like it, uh, for whatever reason i get the image of trying to save someone like you know if you're swimming and you're trying to save someone and the person's like kicking against you or swimming yeah like yeah. both of you are going to drown come mm. on mm. Mm. and let that leave that person swim because otherwise he's going to drown you and and mm. it's, yeah it's the same thing you don't want to be with crabs in a bucket pulling you down mm. yeah no I'm, yeah when Tony said you don't, you don't want to drag someone along and i was like that's true there's no one left behind but we're not trying to get people unlocked no for real everybody's committed to it you know Mm. I know it went to actually leave someone and say alright yo Mm. they don't want to go where you're going yeah yeah. people don't want to go where you're going and you need to be able to recognise that yeah you're right and I think it's even something that you can also think through like I found it's important to think through that even more so on the front end right Mm. because if you jump into something or you maybe bring in a group of so said people within a group chat, for example, or whatever your community is, like with so much haste that you haven't like mm. done the vetting, done the assessment, yeah. done the having that initial conversation, say, look, this is where we're going. This yeah. is what the cost involves. Are you willing to get on? Because even with our group chat, right? With anybody that I've added to the group, before I've added them, I've given them the full context so of what this group chat is, right? Yeah. <laughs> and on top of that, I've not floated anything about the group chat to them unless I thought mm, this is someone mm. that might actually be able to yeah. to really be a part of this, right? Mm. There are some people I have never even... Yeah. <laughs> if I haven't invited you to the group chat, don't take this as a send to you. <laughs> there are some people that I haven't invited to the group it. chat, right? There mm. are some people that don't even know the group chat exists, mm. right? And it's yeah. because it's not just about creating an environment that is full of loads of people because no. what tends to happen with stuff like that is there's a lot of hype in the beginning and then it just fizzles out. Mm. I'm more for let's build slowly or build at the pace that is right for us, even mm. if it means it's four or five people for the first five, 10 years, right? Mm. And then you get a six and then you get a seven. Like the quality matters because mm. you can do, like think about just even the, <clears throat> the, the faith that we stand on, right? 12, 11 even, right? Plus Jesus and one that obviously chose the other side. Those are the ones that turned the world the other way around, right? Mm. It wasn't the multitudes. It wasn't in the multiple millions. Of, like, And obviously, yes, there's a continued work that happened since. But just take that condensed small group and see how much of an impact they've made, which still affects yeah. us to this present day. Mm. And I think there's just so much that God is capable of doing within our midst even within those small numbers and what i love is is that we are regularly looking to deport people yeah so there are times where like i've had to do my workouts because i know if i don't do it i'm losing my passport you know and i think that's so important check are people still going in the same direction as you like or actually is your part of the journey with that person over because now you're going in different places because at some point Mm. people are going to leave the group and that's okay it's yep. not it might not be for them anymore yeah but you, you yeah. still have to check like okay is everyone still on what we're doing yeah mm-hmm. no definitely man i think that's that's powerful what you said man because sometimes we we struggle with that man you know mm. um definitely we did man i i used to struggle with that a lot because there was a level of guilt like mm. am i doing enough for this person 
Mm, mm. You know what I mean? And I'm like, well, I'm, the opportunity is there for the minute. Mm. It took me a while. Oh. Bro, I'm I'm a big fan of mutual relationships. Yeah, mm. like, if you're going to be in my inner circle, really, we should be adding value to each other. Yeah. I should be mm. depositing into you. You should be depositing things into me. After a while, if you're not really doing that, like, what is your relationship really based on? Mm. You know, and it sounds a bit harsh, but actually, like, you do need yeah. to check, like, does this actually benefit both sides? And if it's yeah. not, then actually, maybe I need to move you out of my inner circle. It doesn't mean we're not friends anymore. Yeah. But in terms mm. of, can I depend on you? Maybe not, actually. Mm. Like, mm. I think as we grow older, we, 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 we almost um, naturally start to filter out those yeah. those those relationships and then some relationships become yeah i love you from afar and some people come yeah. closer to the inner circle and we mm. see to some extent we see that with christ we see yeah. christ had you know there were so many disciples then there was the 12 mm. and then there was the peter james and john that's mm. like come and pray with me you know mm. there's like mm. levels to it and then mm. john's like oh the, the, i'm the disciple who he loved mm. you know those those like you know and and that's to whom he he entrusted his mother at the end so it's like mm. Mm. i think we 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 have to be we have to be conscious of that it, it, pruning we have to prune yeah, some man. of these relationships because they're just taking up resources resources i nostalgia friendships mm. Mm. The mm, only yeah. thing we had in common is we went secondary school together. Like, ah, come on, come <laughs> on, come we're on. We're not even at the same place. We're not in I class. I was holding anymore. on to them like, it was like I was trying to hold on to, yeah, you know, back in the day. Mm. I'm looking at the band now. We're different people. Mm. Yo, I feel bad for my boy, Jonathan. My, I say my boy, for Jonathan Majors. But that's essentially what he was in Creed 2. I don't know if you guys have seen Creed 2. Oh, oh yeah. Like, that's yeah. essentially who he was. <laughs> he, he was someone that the main character knew way back, you mm. know. And and the main character brought him back into his circle because he'd just come out of prison and he came tore it up, bro. A, a, a he tore nuisance, that circle up. You know? <laughs> he came for ten. So these people you just need to like I love you from afar. It's cool. Yeah. I think head in different directions. I definitely mm. think sometimes when it comes to people that are no longer committed or showing that they go in the same direction as you, I think sometimes the best thing that you can do for them to help them the most is to basically go on your own journey and succeed like to the highest level mm. because sometimes and i've seen it in my own life right? they need to see that first Where, yeah sometimes mm. i've seen that like <laughs> someone that once upon a time we were side by side and they're gone right yeah, 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 yeah. and right. it now becomes a thing that i have to look at and say to myself like you can either sit there and sulk and be upset and start calling them a pagan and all them things <laughs> or you can take responsibility and just say to yourself right you know what we were in the same place mm. the only difference between me and them is that they made better decisions which i didn't yeah. what mm. am i going to do now mm. right yeah. that's the question Absolutely. i think a bad maybe a bad part of our culture then it becomes you, you almost feel guilty for succeeding it's like well yeah. you need to remember where you're from Mm. No, no, it's because of where I'm from that I know I need to get out. Yeah, you, that. you just weren't willing to do the work. And yeah. this is the crazy thing as well, right? Is that when you play this thing out and you do succeed at the highest level, whether or not that one person now makes a decision to get serious and, and pursue is one thing, mm. but you may actually find that you're able to help thousands, hundreds of thousands, mm. millions more oh, of yeah. people who came from similar backgrounds and who are actually now ready and committed to say, no, 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 I'm ready to do the work. Yeah. And I think that's where the bigger play comes into mm -hmm. it, right? Is that right. sometimes we're so focused on like 
like like Abraham said, the nostalgic relationship or mm. this particular person who we feel somehow bound to. Like, anyway. Yeah. Um, Do you know what's mad, bro? Is that that person might never actually see what you've done, respect it to the point where they yeah, do. yeah, man. Because there's that concept of you know a prophet has no honor except in his own town. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Bro, yeah, your people yeah, yeah, are always yeah, going to view yeah. as our oh, little Arnolds that did this, yeah. and unless they have a growth mindset and they can yep. get past that mm. natural human thing of oh, but that's just Arnold, mm. didn't it? Like me and mm. Arnold used to go CLF together. Me and Arnold. Like da, da, da. Mm. it's like no, that's yeah. that's Arnold now. Like the Arnold. Yeah. Like you, you need to recognize, <laughs> yeah. like that's not the same Arnold no more. And you actually need yeah. to change. But people might never do that. And you spend so much time on people that are not going to change that you miss the people that want to change because actually they respect what you've done. And that's mm -hmm. so important. And that's the thing. Like we must always remember and respect. Like Arnold's going to change. AB is going to change. Mm. Peter's mm. going to change. Tolly's going to change he's not going to be the same and that's okay. Mm. Like, do I still mm. want to be in Tolu's corner when things are different? Mm. You know, is that mm. still mm. what I want? Like, what does that look like? Am I actually going to be mm. able to manage my own human emotions of maybe jealousy and envy? Because we both started at the same wow. place. Yeah. Mm. Like you have to, and you actually have to have those conversations. Like there have been times where I've seen people who I know like that succeed. Yeah. Mm. And then I'm thinking, we were in uni together. You know, yeah, I remember when you were doing nonsense, <laughs> didn't it? Like you weren't that guy before. Yeah. But I've actually had to pray, I'm like, God, increase them more. Because yeah. why should yeah. why should you be capped by me? I can't yeah, be no. jealous and holding that. No, like that's normal, that's human, but what do you do with it? Mm. Yeah, like that, mm. that's it's, what you said is so true because I I remember like going for a season of my life where it's like, hey, things mm. were tough, man. And like like you know there's a certain people I just thought Guy ain't even saved, man. Why did the wicked? How long shall yeah, the wicked prosper? Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to deal with that, man. Because I was like, look, this isn't even fair. Mm. <laughs> you know I mean? mm. But he's doing something, right? <laughs> mm. They're doing the work. Some of these people are They're doing, doing the work. The work. Isn't it? <laughs> but I'm not doing the work. So what, how mm. can I be jealous? of the work cool. I didn't do and the results no, you know, we, we're growing up the doctrine of uh, just take care of God's business or take care of yours mm, mm. <laughs> mm. so they're thinking alright there's no work you know gotta look after it mm. I mm. realised boy you gotta get out here at work <laughs> wow so that's our year in review Arnold, you're mm. going to start some more trouble. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> he has a look in it. Like he's he has a up. look. <laughs> it wasn't even going to be start some trouble. It's actually going to be a slightly different thing um, mm. before we wrap up. But I was going to say, if you could send a message to you at the end of 2024, what would it be? I hope you executed I... on the right things. That Oof. is my my thing for the whole year is make sure I'm executing on the right things. I heard this one mm. person and they said that they do one big scary thing every day, right? Mm. So there might be like a big influencer that they want to reach out to. They do one thing like that, that could like mm. literally change their whole trajectory every single day. And I'm thinking mm. if I do that 365, even if I do that 10 times this year, yeah? Mm things could be so different because actually those opportunities might play out into something. And the more you do it, the more likely they are to play out. So for me, it's, mm. are you executing on the right things this year? Are you doing things that might scare you a little bit, but could totally change your life? Am I doing mm. that as much as mm. possible this year? Every day, I can't, 
I can't say I'm actually going to commit to that, but you know, once a month, once a week, can can I do mm. something like that that could totally change things for me? Yeah. I think I'd probably say trust, trust what God's put on your heart. Oh. Trust what God's put on your heart, and and there'll be. You will, at the end of 2024, if you've trusted what God's put on your heart, you'll be glad at where you are. Mm. Yeah. Um, I love that. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say something literally along similar lines to what um, Peter said in terms of, man, there's endless possibilities, man, that you can achieve. You just trust God. Mm. And if I can do it consistently, I've had moments this year where I've done it and I've seen the results. Mm. Mm. Like if that could just be and like that could be um something that I do on a normal basis and consistently and it just uh, a life I live of just trusting God you know mm. yeah mine would be have you been consistent with the habits because mm. um, I think the the goal thing is one thing setting the big goal mm working out what the habits are and the day-to-day things that need to be done to get there is another thing but then questioning whether you've actually been consistent in using Tolu's word executing on the habits it's a lot to think about there's kind of two things right is trust what God has told you to do and do the work towards that thing consistently yeah. execute on what is in your heart for you to do for 2024 because I think that sometimes we think that actually achieving things is really hard and it's really difficult but the hardest part about achieving something is consistency and discipline yeah. and doing the really boring things it's not actually like that hard when you get to that moment because you've been doing yeah. all the little things so I think yeah that's that's a really big one for 2024 um, and I think we've got a couple of days between now and when we record our 2024 look forward. So I'm really intrigued to see what everyone's got on the plans for 2024. Well, I'm personally waiting for all night prayer meeting on uh, on Sunday night to, to receive my download from the mountain. So, <laughs> that's why I didn't want to record before. I'm like, I haven't been yet. I haven't been to the mountain. Oh, man. And if 2023 didn't look how you hoped it would, there's still hope. Mm. Right? Like, yes, we're changing over into a new year, but there's nothing that stops any of us from picking up and choosing to basically keep going. Mm-hmm. Mm. Amen to that. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Reasons for Whole podcast, and we will see you on the other side of 2024. Peace. 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 Peace.